Ayo. Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yes, oh! <laughs> Antonisi, what's the deezy young beezy? That actually happened because I was like mid yawn, in all honesty, and I had to elongate it in that way in order to get my life together. Mm-hmm. Good work by you. I would have never known. Thank you. How you are, are you? professional. You know, I'm out here. I still snitched on myself, but that's all right. Excuse me? You snitched on yourself. Oh. What did you think I said? I thought you said you pissed on yourself. <laughs> That's not too far from... Excuse me? Reality. That's how I knew. I was, what? <laughs> you the one peeing on yourself with your loose vagina ever since you had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is what kind of episode is going to be. We start off like that. <laughs> That's how we go start. We going to talk about my incontinence. Okay? <laughs> and my loose coitus. <laughs> Girl. Loose sex. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Ciao. <laughs> Damn. Sorry. I'm going to ask him, like, is it, can you? Am is I? This, is it? <laughs> Do you feel like you're about to fall in? You know, <laughs> you, Wonderland, Shanti's this? Wonderland. Are you faking your orgasm? <laughs> Ciao. Don't ever ask that because you can't ever forget what he just said. If he says yes, that's How what it is. How many men are out there just faking it? Like, I gotta get out of this loose vagina. I know a couple of men who said they faked it before. Mm. I'm just so... I just gotta get over this. She's just using I gotta me. get out of here. Ow. Gotta get out of here. Bye. Go fuck my other bitch. <laughs> what? <laughs> this started off wrong. <laughs> it started off wrong, child. You got any updates? So, updates? Yeah, I want to let everybody know. Here we go. This is Shanti from Around the Way Curls. Boop, boop. Um, damn. And I'm really going to work on that. I'm really going to work on my radio voice. I've All my life, I wanted to be a radio person. Little did you know. But um, the Sable Collective is going to be in D.C. Shout out to all the D.C. <coughs> Johns. Um, DMV because DC is like one block but we are going <laughs> to be in DC on March 21st at the Black Love Experience mm. so if you want to come and it's a really well produced event when is Nubian it? Human it's, you should come if you can come that would be so dope we should have an impromptu 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 oh Ubuntu we should have a Ubuntu. <laughs> Ubuntu. That's our new what? <laughs> Go ahead. What's the date? I ate it. That's my favorite 
<laughs> African <laughs> word now. What's Ubuntu. The <laughs> What's the date? <laughs> March 21st. It's a sad, I don't know when it is. It's Saturday, Sunday, Saturday. But um, again, this is produced by Anika of Nubian Human. <laughs> and there's music, food, lots of vendors. They have amazing talks. Um, last year, professional black girl, black market vintage spoke. It is really amazing. And I think that anybody who's interested in coming should come. And you guys should also be super excited to use our discount code. So if you use our discount code, you get $10 off your ticket. Ooh. And the code is BLE2020. SC. So please come through and um, get your tickets and let's do the damn thing. Okay. So that's my update. That's How about your ass? Well, we're going to be at the, we're going to be at the roost picnic. <laughs> so are we going to repeat that every episode? <laughs> yep. We're at the roost picnic <laughs> May 30th. So bring that ass. Tickets are on sale. You can come see us and Meek Mill. Oh, also last week I was horrified. I called that girl Snow Algeria. Algeria. (laughs) (laughs) Ignorant, illiterate son of a bitch. That is so funny. You did it with all seriousness. You was all fluid with it. Allegra Algeria. Snow Snogogo. Snog Algeria. I was like, yup, Snog Algeria. She gonna be there. <laughs> we ain't shit. Um, that's why I really get embarrassed when people say that they listen to the <laughs> podcast because I'm like, oh God. You know I hate too us. Much. Yes, you know way too much about my career. <laughs> I think I can hear myself in your thing. Turn my to, mic down. Turn my mic down. Turn me up in my mic. Turn your head down. <laughs> turn your headphones down. Um, but yeah, Keep so. Your head up. Oh, aggravating. <laughs> yes, we're going to be there. What's my other update? Um, Valentine's Day was a hot ass mess. The next day. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> everybody was so proud of us. Oh. No, everybody was proud of you. And they were they were proud of me because I they didn't were cry. Giving, and people were shady. I was like, what the fuck do I look like to <laughs> they people? Were like, I didn't even recognize her. No, I just put on a black dress. <laughs> That was what? So, they were like, oh my gosh, Shanti. I said, oh, that's, look good. that's so shady. <laughs> you I did. was like, wow. No, Valentine's Day was actually fun. Jasmine did a great job. She, the, I can't believe she made us chocolate. But all that, it was just sweet. She had little gift bags. We played games. The next day was a complete disaster, though. So we we should just never try to go out. We should just always be in the house. I wonder if there are... Um, People that have had friendships for a long over like ten years, if you find that it's hard, no, it's to Philly. Like, it it was no, like, we ain't gonna bl- blame it on Philly. I got a lot of people in Philly that know how to get it in well, and have a good time. We needed a, you needed to help, and the place it's that you us. sent us was somebody's living room. But we're not gonna talk about the event because I'm not trying to cheat it. But we couldn't have gone in there with Jasmine because she would have ruined it. It was a speed dating event. Did you think it was at a convention center? No, but did we thought it was, was going like to be at like a, like a club. Dark hotel. 
a club or no. a, something like that. Not no, at it's a, like intimate and friendly. Where you listen, can get to, I would never speed dating events here in New York are like at clubs where they rent out the room. That's or why something. nobody can't find nobody in New York. I can't. Because y'all I'm, making it into like a, a capitalistic venture. Okay, it needs to be about love and 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 well, intimacy, delightfulness. You should have thought about whimsy that before telling us to go and telling Jasmine to go. Like we go Jasmine to somebody's shouldn't have gone living in the room. First place. She was going to laugh at us, but anyway, that was a disaster. We go. ended up at you missed some the love place. of your life. He was there. Don't say that. I'm Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> we ended up at some place that looked like hell. And if you watch my stories, <laughs> I was back. I was back. Wor- at, bad to worse. I was back to Rolling Thunder, but the adult version. I was <laughs> like, get me the fuck out of here. So anyway, it was fine. My other update was that the All-Star game was all that. And I just wish I had somebody to talk to about it that wasn't you. Because I know you didn't. <laughs> <want to. laughs> fuck everybody. Fuck y'all who think I look a hot mess. Fuck all y'all who think Nobody I don't know think, nothing. Nobody thinks you look a hot mess. You were just talking about how you were going to come in jeans. So when they saw that you had a dress on, they were hyped. I don't think they've seen you in a dress, though. What do I have on? Army fatigues? Yes. Anyway, y'all don't know. I just wear the same shirt online anyway, so. <laughs> that, um. The leopard shirt. Oh, the leper one and also the the mesh one. <clears throat> Where you oh, put yeah. the black tank top underneath. That one's cute. That's like a little <clears throat> sexy. But anyway, it was great. I was happy. I had fun seeing you. Shanti came and she tried to convince me she was wearing them jeans she had on. And then she went. I thought it was too so cute that you were like, I got a thought dress. I was like, where's the thought? I don't know. What is a thought dress for you then? That was a thought dress. All you had on was a black dress. What it was thotty about it? It was very tight, and my Bye. thigh was out, Bye. and it was about seven inches above my knee. And no, I had on um. And you left your shoes at me. Jasmine's house. Jasmine went downstairs and was like, "Oh, Shanti just left these here, I guess, because she's never going to wear them again in life." <laughs> I also left my mascara there. Oh, now you I did. Look really ugly. And you left it open. That was yours. I thought it was um, Amanda's. Girl. Mm. minimalist mascara i didn't give it to her i just assumed it was hers because it was what i just because she was getting ready in there too that's some bullshit i was like god damn you know how mascara is expensive i was like fuck should i drive back (laughs) or just be ugly stop calling yourself that what do you look like right now I dare you won't post a picture of yourself right now and say currently recording. <laughs> what you got I'm ass, butt ass naked, so that's why I won't do it. Yeah, yeah. I like to record naked when I talk to you. I'm sure. Get you Ooh. all ready to go. You and that big old vagina. That <laughs> 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 big old wide loose vagina. Oh my God. We should make a sex audio tape <laughs> where we just say lewd things. Where you're like, yes, daddy, <laughs> big old purple vagina, big old loose <laughs> wall flapping. <laughs> I don't know what where it was. We have to stop. I hate this episode already. I hate it. Oh, All right, come God. on. 
<clears throat> Go. What else? Don't it has something been also, on your mind? Also, All Star Game that was flat. All right, shout out to you and that. No, flat. what um, am I going to talk to you about? I, I don't know what about. happened at the All Star Game. It was just a really good game. The All Star Game good. usually see. <laughs> <laughs> you... That's good. I oh, never mind. Fuck all that. Now on to back with the next. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> Speaking of all star stars, you know, I was really thinking. It came to me, and I texted the internet, and I really would like. I really want to know your opinion this on this. Shit out internet. of you. <laughs> you did. You were like, oh yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> I didn't even say that. <clears throat> I was just thinking, like, what if men had ovulation penises? Why did you, know? you just say you know ovulation? You get ovulation titties where your breasts get bigger and you get, like, they're more sensitive. They hurt. And so what if men had bigger penises and their engorgement was slightly stronger? They would be able to fit in your loose vagina. <laughs> I'll find my... You ever read that book? What was that famous book? It was a short stories where it was a man with a huge penis and a woman with a big vagina and they found each other. It's no. like a black classic. Somebody up. knows. No, it is. It's like a real... It's like Zora Neale Hurston or somebody. It's like Angela... Uh, Angelina. Oh, God, help me. Toni Morrison. Toni Morrison definitely didn't write it. But anyway. But what if... What if their penises were stronger and then the sex was more intense? You know, like when women are ovulating. Because when I'm ovulating, I don't want anybody touching my breasts. They hurt. They feel like if somebody's going to touch them, it feels like they're going to pop open. Like two water balloons. Mine do too, but that feels great. It feels great. Oh, it feels horrible. It feels horrible. It feels like the worst thing in the world. But isn't sex better for you when you're ovulating? Or is nature just like... I don't remember. Against. <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> yeah, you got lit. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Antoinette, can you answer the goddamn question? I just did. What do you think? I said I think it would hurt. I don't think that you would think it would be it. too much for men? That they would be like, I, I can't handle this? Yeah, men are wimps. think if their penises were bigger... They're wimps. And their They'd sex like, is more intense. My penis hurts. It hurts. You got to go easy no, they on like, it. No, girl, my penis is two inches bigger. Let's go. Doubt it. They would be like, yeah. Or he's like, do you only want me for my ovulation penis? <laughs> do Would they bleed? No. Oh. Do you know the cycles of the of your yes, body? Yes, I meant afterwards, jackass. I got to go. This I mean, episode is over. You have what? They can have a baby in their penis? What you talk about? <laughs> They can hold a baby in their bo- in the penis. They get pregnant. Oh, I sound. <laughs> <laughs> I really want everybody to give us a call and give their response. You're not allowed to call unless you're going to respond to this. What if men had ovulation penises? <laughs> oh my god! So that's the question. That's the I, question. That's the I question really want to hear what the, what the number think is. about this. If you could tell me what the number is, then that's the question. One nine hundred hustler. <laughs> and did Jolie record our goddamn voicemail? No, she's gonna do it tomorrow morning. You had all day. I said, "Fuck your breakfast, JoJo. Get to work." You had all day to get that done. What's the number, Shanti? I just told you. No, don't confuse people. That is not the number. I don't know the number. It says insert number here. (laughs) Where did you put that? (laughs) I need you to do this. Write the number down. 
You too. It's 215-948-2780. That number is 215-948-2780. We don't have a voicemail set up, but it is our number. And when we get one, you'll know it's us. But until then, that number again is 215-948-2780. Go ahead, carry on. Talk about the ovulation penises or don't talk about anything at all. That is not true. I had, you didn't read this. I had a whole question in here for the voicemail. <clears throat> you ruined it. Because <laughs> now that all they're going to do is talk about ovulation penises. The, uh. You obviously didn't read it. I was the first person to write this. So who, what came first? If you, you didn't even know the number. Like, oh, you maybe. ain't even know the number. So, but you're not going to say that. You didn't read it. Don't play Your yourself live it. on air. This is live on here with Around the Way Curls, and Antoinette is playing herself. We are not live. This is Somebody going out in three her. days. All right, go ahead. That's <laughs> it. You have another one right after this. I'm looking at the draft. So, <laughs> what else is happening? Um, I would like you to play a, a snippet. Is there anybody else that gave us a call that we would like that you'd like to share with people? Are you not prepared for that? At the end of this, but I'll do it now. Yeah. Anyway, I, maybe we don't do this because Antoinette was not prepared this week. I was <laughs> about to get so mad at you. <laughs> you have a whole <laughs> other topic. Talk she about wasn't it. Wasn't prepared. All <laughs> my life, I've been just, just preparing for this, and then yo, she run and fuck up the production. But Go ahead. Let's talk about pop culture. Has anybody seen um, Tracy Ellis Ross singing? No. Have you seen this clip? She has a new movie. She was on Oprah's TV show or Oprah's, I don't know. Oprah has this busted open with Oprah segment thing, new thing that she has. And Tracy Ellis was on there and she was singing. She's in a new movie and she sounds like a really young, confident white girl. That Are you serious? strums the guitar in cafes and sings about her relationship with Ethan. She has like that kind of like that kind of voice. What like, um what movie is it? Mm-hmm. Girl, what in the pop culture? How are you telling us about Tracy something? Ellis Ross was on Oprah and she shared a snippet of her singing like a angsty girl and um I'm proud of her. That's she said that was her dream. Is? You don't know what movie huh? it is? No, because they didn't really show the actual snippet. So, I don't know. It's coming out in March or something. Oh. That's not the relevant thing. We'll hear about it soon. But Tracy Ellis Ross is singing. And well, that has been her dream all her life. Apparently, so two get year, free. I just Googled her. Apparently, two years ago, she sang Billie Holiday's You Go to My Head. To who? I don't know. It's on Popcorn with Peter Tavers. So, good for her. She's singing. She's getting free. She's following her dreams by any means necessary. You know who else is singing? You know who else is? <laughs> I love how we segue the same way. Girl. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. <laughs> that I'm here national for it. anthem. I'm, 
I was like, oh, baby girl, where the melody at? She sounded like she never heard that melody. She was like, I'm doing. She sang what she what wanted I'm doing. to sing. Exactly. I'm doing what I'm doing. Y'all know how I sing. Y'all know what I do. And you hired me. So here I am. Take that. <laughs> now, I don't that's like the fact that people are comparing to it to Fergie because that's real. No, she was singing. Like she could <clears throat> sing. It just, it was how she wanted to sing. She's over 40. She's an elder. She does whatever she wants to do. Shaka Khan is way over 40. Exactly. She's an elder now. That's an auntie you don't fuck with. Like, she'll curse you. She's like an auntie that will curse you out, too. Oh, she absolutely The fuck you just say? The fuck did you just say? You don't like what? (laughs) I'm glad they weren't laughing and stuff, because that's not okay. Fergie was terrible. Fergie was high on something. I hope she's okay now. She does. I hope it's not. Um, when, what wasn't, was Fergie like? Fergie was doing like white was doing people, like meth, serious yeah, white people. Like yeah, she yeah. was doing That's not funny. Appalachian white people drugs. Yeah, she was struggling. And then she's a millionaire. Shout out to Fergie. <clears throat> Turned her life around. We hope. But I, I'm here for Shaka. That everybody... Talks about freedom, and then when people actually act free and do what the fuck they want, everybody's like, "Oh, oh, I see what tip that's you're not on right." Today. You about huh? to be, I see what tip you're on today. You about to be in your bag. <laughs> I just think that she was getting that free. national She's anthem free. was a mess, and to somebody who? had the, the somebody had the audacity to say it was better than Whitney Houston's, and it made me mad when I saw it when I heard it. But who felt better singing it? What? Who felt better singing it, Shaka or Whitney? Whitney looked like high as hell. She probably felt great. <laughs> she was out there like, listen. She's like, I... They just... Shaka's high too. They free. Don't give a fuck. Shaka drunk. What the fuck do you talk about? Listen. Listen. She I is out wait. here and she got a, a whole set. You saw what she wore? She had a whole set on. Wig pop. Get it, Shaka. She ain't playing with y'all. Get it, Shaka. Yes. Anyway, what else is going on? Um. Oh, some black excellence. <clears throat> something's caught in my chest it's making me scared i'm having a hard time breathing um Dwayne wade and gabrielle union are showing us what good parents do and they are letting their child be who their child is and shout out to zaya wade that is Dwayne wade's with his first wife um his transgender child and the brother Zaya's brother is super supportive and penned an open letter to his now sister, Zaya. And, you know, Dwayne has gotten a lot of backlash and a lot of people in his comments. And I see stuff online where it's a couple of people that I unfollowed and unfriended and things who were like, you know, people are coming at, people are saying that we crazy and they praising Dwayne Wade for for letting his kid act like a girl. This shit don't even make no sense. Like, y'all's fucking, you know, the whole thing. 
And I'm just so proud of him for being an athlete and for being supportive of his LGBTQ plus child. And, you know, the kid, he was, I think, at a game, but he asked Gabrielle Union to go with him to the gay pride parade in Miami where they live. It's just very dope. And I think it's a step in the right direction. I'm especially proud of him because he's a black athlete and that is just super taboo in that community. And I think he's one that everyone respects. So it's more like, I dare you to say something about my son kind of thing, or excuse me, my daughter kind of thing. Like I dare you to say anything. And he's very open about, I'm figuring out along the way. And that's that. Yeah. There's such a, um, such a tenderness and like, sincerity in the way that he's handling the whole situation it doesn't feel like rehearsed or like forced or mm-hmm. it, it feels earnest like, right yeah just and it's so tender there's like a, a tenderness yeah and a and a pride that mm-hmm. shout out to Dwayne shout out to Dwayne and Gabby and Gabby because she's Gabby you know will take your man and make him better Oh. Bitch, I will take your man and make him better. Okay. Why would you say Boop. that? <laughs> I'm so excited. We all know. We all know. But um, shout out to that beautiful brown family. Amen. And they are beautiful. Um, in other news, oh God, now we it's Black History Month, and I unfortunately have some Black History fuckery, y'all. This makes me laugh every time I think about it. So One United is a bank. It's the largest black-owned bank. And they thought that it would be a good idea to put Harriet Tubman on their debit card, throwing up the Wakanda Forever salute. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know that. (laughs) You didn't see that? That's amazing. I support it 100%. (laughs) Please. I want that debit card so bad now. Please Google it. Oh my God, that's great. Please. What'd you say it was? One, one Direction. U- What'd you say? One Direction. <laughs> one United. One, one United. United. Are you Googling yes. it? Yes. Do you see it? Yeah. <laughs> Why is she doing it? What? I is hate- this real? Yes, that's real. That's a real thing. The N- NBC News is the, like I... this is imp- this is embarrassing. NBC News the the title of the article is is that Harriet Tubman on a bank card throwing up a Wakanda salute question mark? <laughs> I hate everyone. Why didn't they just have her put up a black fist or like hold the rifle or something? I don't know. But I'm this, here for this. This that for, what, that is a cartoon, y'all. Y'all aggravate me. What in that black Afrofuturism? Can you just <laughs> can you just take a moment to close your eyes and think about the history and the legacy and the creativity and struggle and beauty that is all in this? Like this is a real this. <laughs> This is Afrofuturism. I am so for this. Yes, it is. That is a mess. This is remarkable. It's not remarkable. It's a hot ass mess. It's a limited edition card. I want this card so bad. Why do you want it? Explain it to me. Because it's incredible. Why is it incredible? Because it's just, if you really sit and close your eyes 
This is like that's like put no. It's no. not disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. You know how impactful the Black Panther was? Girl, you know how, Ashanti, how, this is a reach. I know it's Black History Month, but this is a reach on your part. I'm not reaching. You I'm are reaching for the stars, baby. You're reaching. This, this is Afrofuturism. You think this Harriet is, was walking around doing Wakanda forever while she was t- getting people from slavery no, freedom? But, no, but it's mixing like the... <laughs> the Psychic. symbolism and no. the that is the marvel imagination that of black liberation a, that was included in is a the black panther like we all love that movie because it was like this space where we were we were untouched and unstoppable and divine and powerful and then you have harriet tubman who was divine and powerful and working towards black people. You know, this you're is right. deep. <laughs> because so, you're right. You have Harriet Tubman who was working towards this. Yes. This in is a time when black people were so enslaved and so oppressed. And this motherfucking superhero that she was, was out here doing some fucking off the wall, magic, Afrofuturistic shit. I'm here for this. I'm so here for this. Wow. I'm sorry. Girl. No. This is amazing. No. no. Yes. No. This is no. it. This All right. is it. This is a good thing for y'all to call in about too. Try to this is be- help me understand. Help me make it make sense. Cause I didn't wake up yesterday thinking, you know what I really need today? I really need Harriet Tubman throwing up a Wakanda. You don't forever. understand how that's girl. It's a fucking reach and it's stupid. Do you see the graphic? You could have drew that better than that. <laughs> Look like a fucking mixtape. Get out of here. That looks like the Martin Luther King, like Martin Luther King Day flyers that they had going on in Atlanta. When he had like <laughs> chains on and shit, like come party, celebrate Martin Luther King Day. This Black is a mess. Excellence. Black excellence. I'm okay. here for it. We got to do a poll. We will th- do a I poll. I think this is... I think this is deep. That is so disheartening knowing that I have to do branding things with you, knowing that you think this is deep. That is deep. If you ever. I really do. But somebody said, somebody said they can't wait to get the card. And she was like, it's going to go a little something like this. How will you be paying, miss? And she wrote, it all depends. What kind of card you take? (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. I hate everybody. Yo, that, that is amazing. Yeah, I'm here for that. It's powerful and magical. It's, it's magical. Powerful. It feels magical to Where me. Where the fuck is Rashid? It feels magical. I'm going to text it him feels... a picture of that and say, what are your thoughts? Who? Get your friend, your boyfriend. Say, what are your thoughts? Help me get her together. Help me help her. I can't wait to talk to him about this. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. Well, Next topic, please. I am about to cry. Um, oh, also, last week I said that we shouldn't be shopping at Amazon because they don't pay taxes. But Jeff Bezos just announced that he is donating $10 billion to combat climate change. So y'all can shop at Amazon again. That is crazy. How like, the fuck that works? $10 billion? It depends on where is that going? Where is he going to... He's going to buy out all of the companies that... Girl... I don't know. Pillage the world. He just said it, but I'm just like ten bi- 
If you donate ten billion dollars to anything, I'm just confused. Do you want? Do you have any? Do Do you know how I much? I don't have ten billion. <laughs> do you like a billion? Not ten million. He said ten billion with a B. Oh, that's I. Jay Z ain't doing that. <laughs> Jay Z got one billion. He ain't got ten of them. That's like all his worth times ten. That Bezos is just giving away. Like here, y- here y'all go. Here you go. Take that that little gift. That's crazy. I'm gonna buy those um, sweatpants and those hair extensions that I've been wanting on Amazon now. Bye. All right. Let's get into this voicemail. This is a really sweet voicemail. Um, I'm gonna play it. Obviously, I'm gonna play it. So. Here we go. Oh my god, I'm calling her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. This we are punch drunk. Where is the play button? That is definitely call. I hate myself. Oh god. Okay. Take two. Take two. You'd be like, who the fuck is this? Calling on my phone. Hi, this is Kathy. I was just calling. Um, I was actually just listening to your episode. Um, and so I wanted to call and leave a voice message. This is really awkward. Um, <laughs> well, I just wanted to show you guys some love. I love you guys with podcasts. Um, I remember listening when you guys just got your new mic. Um, and now <laughs> to see you guys doing live shows is pretty cool. Um Antoinette, I wanted to say Uh-oh. I understand the intentions episode when you were talking about um, finding yourself again. I 100% understood what you were talking about because that's my um, – that was on my vision board for 2020. So um, that was pretty cool. Um, and I just love you guys. You guys are awesome. And I – Hope the live show goes well. I'm in Texas, so I'm Texas. not making that journey up to Pennsylvania. Oh, she said she don't love us that much. She said Pennsylvania. Ew. Anyways, <laughs> thank you. Bye. Oh, she's sweet. Oh, she's so sweet. Booty do Pennsylvania. Thank you. Mm-mm. Philadelphia does not associate with Pennsylvania. We just happen to reside there. <laughs> For real, Philadelphia like, is a whole other place. What the fuck shit she talk about? We <laughs> no, live in Philly. That, right. <laughs> fuck that. We over here. I don't know what the rest of them horse and buggy ass motherfuckers doing over there. But we're over here living our best lives. Actually, our worst lives. <laughs> our worst lives, but we're in denial. We're proud what of it. What was I saying? What intentions? I need to revisit them. Finding myself. <laughs> It's like I'm gonna run away from myself. I don't know the fuck she talking about. No, she's so that was really sweet though. So we want to encourage more folks to call in. All right, let's argue about Harriet Tubman on his fucking debit card and penises that ovulate. Is it a thing? Should it be a thing? (laughs) And it's so much funnier when you say that. Why is it funny? So it's, funny. it's funny that you text me that shit in the middle of the fucking day and I just look at my phone. She, I looked at that and then then you realized that I was having a hard day and you were like, actually, and then let me know how that talk goes. It, um, I'm here for you, sis. I said, this bitch. She, she knew I was about to have a hard conversation with somebody, completely forgot. 
sent me some dumbass text message about ovulating penises and then was like and i love you and if you need support we can talk later <laughs> but you sent it like 10 minutes after that's how i know you remember like oh shit she didn't respond she she, she knee deep in it <laughs> fucking dummy yo Oh God! Help oh, me. I love you. <laughs> this girl is crazy. All right, <sighs> let's get it together. Let's take a break. Let's reel it in a little bit. <clears throat> Unless you're listening on Spotify, and then this is just weird and awkward. No, <laughs> I was I, like, let's take a break. Yeah, and we then... didn't even talk about that. So apparently, <laughs> we talked to our ad people, and they're trying to they're getting it together. But apparently, our ads are not playing on Spotify. So everybody that listens on Spotify. Or I think they're not playing anywhere. Like these delusional bitches trying to act like they get money. <laughs> like, wow. Way to manifest it, ladies. I promise we do yeah, have Yeah, um, we're going to take a break real quick. We'll get right back to you. <laughs> promise we do have ads, though. They're just not playing outside of Apple, which is weird. So shout out to all y'all who listen and laughing at us and not telling us. And actually, shout out to you, Shanti, because you're the person that was like, they're not actually playing. It's like, when the fuck were you going to tell me that? Oh, my God. All right. Let's take this break. I can't. Uh, Okay, bye. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And we're back. So, <clears throat> inspired by this weekend at Valentine's Day, you know, of course, all the girls get together and we start talking to one another. And um, it was kind of like the topic of being alone came up and how difficult it is for some folks to be alone. And they'd rather be in situations that are depleting or, you know, unfulfilling or just, like, uncomfortable just because they don't want to be alone. And then Antoinette and I were thinking about that and we wanted to kind of talk about that. And a lot of people were, I think, Antoinette, you brought up, like, especially around Valentine's Day as a single person, this idea of being alone is like some you know, stigmatized as like <coughs> poo-poo or something to be um, looked at as pitied versus, Or just you know, a problem. Like, like you have a problem. Me? Or it's just oh, a, you problem. Have a problem. Yeah, like You're the you, problem. Anyway. The single person is yeah. a problem. It's just like all this stigma and all this fear around people just learning how to be by their goddamn selves. So that's what we kind of wanted to talk about. And... um Something that 
came out to me. Of course, I don't know how to pronounce this philosopher's name because I didn't go to college. Stop. Is <clears throat> Sorry. Um, this, what's this? This, this, this phrase is, if you're lonely when you're alone, you're in bad company. Mm-hmm. By Jean-Paul Satria. the Jamaican rapper. Trinidadian rapper. Just kidding. Jean-Paul Sartre. Sartre. Oh, I hate it. S-A-R-T-R-E. Sartre. 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 Is this Jean-Paul Sartre? He is a philosopher in Snog Algeria. Why did I say that? Oh my god! You as smooth as a motherfucker. Wrong as all hell. Like yeah, yeah. That's how you got me. (laughs) Somebody wrote that in the captions. They said, "Not snow Algeria." I said, "Oh my god!" No, I said that. I thought nobody heard it. (laughs) Oh god. Anyway, but let's go back to that. You know, this idea: if you're lonely when you're alone, you're in bad company, mm. and um, and just talk about and kind of work <coughs> through what, what the stigma of it. And I think for um, Antoinette, this is something that you've really just been solitude is something that you're coming to embrace, and you're really mm. figuring out ways to be alone. And I think just even on this time that we've had the the podcast your relationship with yourself has changed and traveling Mm -hmm. and just kind of going over past relationships and valuing yourself more and being happy with being with yourself more um if you say all this then we're not gonna have nothing to talk about so keep summarizing you can't not add to any of this and then tell (laughs) Me, how it's gonna go? So mm. that's that's just part we'll of production. Later. Well, I appreciate <laughs> those words. I just feel like there's a couple things. Let me talk about the Valentine's Day first. So I, first of all, we got together because Jasmine and I used to have a tradition during high school where we would spend Valentine's Day together because we never had Valentines, and we would literally go out. And go out to dinner in Philly and, like, have a date. but Not a date, but, like, you know, have a girl Galentine's. So she was like, it would be so nice to do that again. Her boyfriend is away on tour. So she was like, why not? <clears throat> so it just, you know, it was nice. Now, <clears throat> what is this? Um, anyway, there was a couple points during the weekend where I was... For, for the first time, I was in a really good space of, like, not feeling a way about it, um, about not having one, or not being partnered, rather. But there were times when I was asked or told that there was, you know, or offered advice, like, oh, well, maybe this is your problem, or maybe this is your problem. Maybe this is why, you know, you're a- alone, and this and you know, have you thought about kids and what you're gonna do and you know that whole thing? And I, for the first time, have really clear boundaries of like, nah, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm good. What's what do you mean? What what's the problem? What is the problem? Um, and so that felt really good 
to be able to have those boundaries and to be clear of like, no, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm good. And I think part of it is that for the first time, I'm very clear that I could absolutely be in a relationship, but I don't want to be in a raggedy one. I want to be in one that feels like it's serving me and that I'm bringing something to the table. That person's bringing something to the table and, you know, I'm not settling or I'm, or not just, I'm not settling, <clears throat> but I'm not so quick to latch on to somebody just cause they show me some interest. It doesn't mean that that's the person that I need to be with or the person that, you know, I, I think there's a big difference between being desired and then being loved all the way through and like having like real intention behind your interaction with someone. So like I was clear that like I, I am a value. And so that was very different for me. Um, and I think this whole time for like the past year, I had to sit back and have hard conversations with myself around, especially around children, because you grow up and your idea, or at least mine was like, you get married, you have kids. I'm somebody who like is mater very maternal just by nature. Um, I love kids. And I'm somebody who used to say like, if I didn't have kids, then my life wouldn't be worth living. Like that's my ultimate goal. And I don't feel that way anymore. And I had to sit back and ask myself, you know, like, you know, if I never find that soulmate that I sometimes still dream about. Um, oh, my God. Is that OK? You know, what will I do? And then I also had to ask myself, like, you know, if I don't bear children, you know, if I don't bear children, then you know, how will I be? What if my friends all move on with their lives and their families? What if my mother never truly sees me for who I am? What if, what if, what if, and what's left? And for the <clears> first <throat> time I was able to answer like, I am, I'm left. Mm. And instead of mm. letting that terrify me, it felt like, okay, so what would my life look like? What, how mm. do I build it? Cause I'm left. And I'm made up of so much more than just those ideas. And I think part of it, too, is I've seen so many people <clears throat> who have children or who have been engaged or who have this, who have that, and they're not happy. So, And it's not that their children don't make them happy or bring them joy or that their children deplete them. It's not that at all. It's that they're still not happy with themselves. So when their kids go off to school... Or when they're not around their kids and their kids aren't doing something cute, the what's left is not them because they're not in touch with themselves and they don't feel good about themselves. So what's left is this suffering person. And I don't feel that way. And I'm Amen. not going to say that I really like, I'm not going to say that I don't get lonely. I'm not going to say that it's not hard sometimes when, especially when I'm ovulating and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I would love to get digged down right now. Or I would love to have a kiss or I would love this. Or if I'm carrying a bunch of shit, I'd be like, fuck, sometimes I just want some help. But, yeah. um, it's not worth, that's not worth me sacrificing 
my what's left, which is me. So I'm going to just wait. I'm going to ride it up. I love that idea, though, right? Because it's like... And you said this. You said this to me, and this this was kind of like the first time that I heard you. And it even made me think in a way, made me pause when you went on that retreat, and the woman was like, "Who are you without your titles? Mm-hmm. Like, who are you without the title of mother or wife or whatever profession you are, student?" Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, "I was like, the fuck," but like, you're somebody. Mm-hmm. You're like this being, this feeling being outside of all of these roles that we play. And um, yeah, I, I totally, I really like that idea of we take all those things away. You are still there. And like, do you have time? Do you give yourself time to explore that that person that's there? Um, yeah, I think something interesting too is when you take time to be alone, like even that trip to Bali when I was literally, I was literally alone and it was like, oh, what do I do to fill up my day? Or do I need to fill up my day? If I just sat here for the Mm -hmm. morning and just sat outside, I remember doing that and like just eating alone and just being alone and being with my thoughts and being who I am. And it was just kind of like, Wow this is really interesting. Like, I don't know how to describe it that well, but it, it was just a sense of in this moment, I'm not anybody's daughter. I'm not answering anybody's email. I'm not anybody's like, you know, in, I'm not in service to anybody. I'm just strictly in service to myself. And what does that mean for me? What does that feel like? And yeah, like who, who am I? And, and it made me think about, possibly wanting to do one of those retreats where you just go and meditate (laughs) for like three days and don't say nothing and like take a vow of silence and just be Mm -hmm. still and be like, I don't, I don't know. I might come out there being like, Oh my God, this is who I am. I'm not sure, but that terrifies people. Yeah. And I think there's also the possibility that some people may not know what being alone is. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to offer being alone and being lonely are two very different things. Yeah. And they can be one and the same. Mm-hmm. Or rather, they can exist at the same time. Um, or they can't. And it can be cycles of both. Um, but just some offering some ideas of just... I like the idea of it being uh, an experience with time. So like time... In nature, time, just like you said, where you're silent, you're not saying anything or talking to anybody. Um, Time and meditation where you're intentionally not trying to think about anything and just clear your mind and be. Um, There's times of just like doing normal activities that are productive because not everybody has time to just sit in a room and meditate or sit in a room Mm -hmm. and be the fuck quiet. You know, it could be just cooking cleaning, writing, lying on your bed and staring at the ceiling, um, reading, bathing, drawing, singing, dancing, crying is also like, I think a really important, not pleasure, but uh, moment with yourself that I think a lot of people avoid having. Um, 
walking, hiking, traveling. So these are all different things that you can do. And people don't have to think like time with yourself means you just have to be in Zazen, Mm -hmm. legs crossed, like levitating and some shit. No, it's just (laughs) like, you know, chop, chop these onions by yourself without anybody, you know, harassing you and, and taking that bath and making sure that you're really intentional and, um, and consistent with it. I also, um, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I also think something interesting is like, as someone who does spend a significant amount of time not in the company of others, um, I was I before I was able to be alone and in stillness with myself. I realized that I would always have something on in the background. I mm. would always have the TV. Not the tea, my laptop playing The Office and it'd be reruns and shit. I'm not even watching it. Or I would always Mm. have something, some stimulant where it was noise, where it just felt like it soothed me almost, like you're not alone. Mm. And so I've been in practice of either turning that off or um, listening to like a guided meditation to go to sleep or something, but really trying to be in practice of not having it, not having that stimulation constantly. So that I feel like I'm not alone, not constantly being on Instagram or this or that or checking likes or this, or you know, where it's okay to put my phone face down and just be. It's okay for me to go to a restaurant and not have the book to make it look like, oh, I'm out here reading alone. I, You know, reading, I'm not really, I'm still stimulated. Like sometimes I'll just go and sit and people watch and that's okay too. And it also, um, I I think that it's a lot of it, and I think we might have skipped over it, but a lot of it's fear-based of like. It's fear-based and it's just not what we're taught how to do. I was just thinking about this. Like yesterday, I got word about a friend who's, was is just like really going through something uh, mentally. And, you know, I was just like thinking about this person and I found myself being really deeply affected by it. And I just turned off all the lights. I lit a candle. You know, JoJo's running around and talking her stuff. You know, I explained to her that, you know, somebody close to us is going through something. Let's just sit and like, Let's just hold, let's just be with this person, even though we're far away. And so she sat down with me on the, on the bed and we had the lights out and, you know, we, we both said a prayer. We both like just sent energy out to that person. And then we were just quiet and it was dark. And I was like, damn, like we, this is a practice that I would love to really that was the first time we ever did it. Don't let me think like we're just, you know, over here doing this on a regular. But I was like, wow, this is so important. And she she fell asleep. Like she wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like a major thing. But it also is a major thing that she's learning how to be quiet. Mm-hmm. And then I just flashed. And I don't want to um, fetish, fetishize. I don't know how to say, speak words like that. Fetishize, fetishize. I don't know. Fetish. But, you know. Indigenous folks, we always think about like 
the quests, the vision quest that they would take. Like, oh, their 13-year-old boy goes out on a vision quest. But it's also like these are practices that a lot of indigenous cultures have where you're young and you have to go be by yourself and like Mm -hmm. practice that. Go be by yourself. Go, you know, get out there and figure figure out how to be with yourself and your thoughts and listen to whatever directives you have to like get you back to where you need to be. And that's so important. And we're not taught that from a very young age, we're putting like phones in babies' faces and always stimulation, TV, video games, you know, just even like not telling the kid to be quiet and just sit down and be quiet. Be with me. I'm not kicking you out of the room, but just like be with me without it being like the stimulating, entertaining experience. So there's no, it's, we're from a young age, we're just not given those. It's a tool that practice is just not where we're taught. And then people are terrified to do it. Well, people are terrified to do it because we're taught that you need, I think that a big part of it is that we're taught that we need those things. Like we're taught that like in order to be enough, our partner has to think that we're enough. Our family has to think that we're enough when it's actually us who have to think we're enough. (laughs) And so I think that that goes into the commercialism of products. Like you have to go outside of yourself in order to be Mm. enough. And that, and it's just, we're taught that we seek gratification constantly and we're not really given the tools to give it to ourselves. That's such a good word, gratification. Yeah, you that's know? what it is. People want to feel love. Yeah. And I and I believe that we should feel love from other people. I'm not advocating that people need to just, of course I want to feel love. Of course I feel love from you. I feel love, you know, from all kinds of people. I'm specifically talking about a romantic, intimate love yeah. um, that's, you know, that's romantic in nature. I have intimacy in other ways with other people. You know, even from friendships, even from I'm 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 someone who hugs and, you know, like that's how I express myself. But I think that humans aren't aren't meant to go through this thing alone. But I also don't think that we're meant to go through and just like constantly be looking for someone to help us through and numbing agents. Constantly stimulated. Yeah, it's numbing agents. The yeah. the office that for me, <laughs> shout out to the office. I love the show, but it was a numbing agent. Sugar was a numbing agent. It was like reaching outside of myself mm. for some kind of stimulation, some kind of pleasure, you know, and figuring out how to do it for me until I'm able. And the more I'm able to do it for me, the more I'm able to receive it from others in all honesty. Yeah. Oh, or, you know, it's far more evident when somebody else isn't giving you the real full thing. Yeah, you know I what I mean? Just dating somebody and was like, oh, bye. This ain't this ain't it. This ain't it. This like ain't you're it. I'm and not no going to allow you to just fill up no, time and space. Wanna... This no, ain't and, it. And it's also OK if that's where you're at and you want someone to fill up time and space and you're not in that place. You're working towards it. You know, I'm just not interested in that. And but I love how you connected it to your ability to to do give that to yourself. So, you know, it's like, OK, I've done this puzzle before. I know what fits like. Yeah, I know how, what the final result should be. Yeah. And, and I know that. It, yeah. 
how if I'm wow. go, if I'm going if I'm with you and dealing with you, and the the majority of the time, I feel I don't feel as good as when I'm by myself when I'm with you. Then this is silly, and that goes for friends. That Absolutely. goes for everything. That goes from your work. I'm that goes. Not, that goes for friends. That, it goes for family. It goes. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. You know, like the, we we know what we need. Mm-hmm. Or we, we know don't. what we need. But or we, we need know what time. we don't need. Yeah. Or, right. Or right. Or we don't know what we need, and that's the exact point of why right. you need to be alone mm-hmm. to figure that out. How do I feel? How do I feed myself in order to know how I need other people, how I would like other people to feel, feed me? It's like I yeah. even have discovered like some of my love languages that I thought were my love languages in terms of love languages that I want to receive. They're not even accurate. Mm. I even went there and was like, actually, that's not really my love language. Actually, What was that? It was like I thought what that. What was your love language? One of it was that I thought one of my love languages was like touch. And it, it is it's like I'm a touchy feely person. But at the end of the day, it means so much more to me. Like thoughts, like the what is it? The um, quality time. No words of affirmation. No, the other one. You're like, I don't want touch. I want gifts. Give me <laughs> money. <laughs> Not <laughs> gifts, but those little things. And it, it I, right, and I think I shied away from it because it might have sound shallow. But though that does mean something to me. If yeah, someone, you are. You mm-hmm. If someone thinks, and it's a thoughtful thing. Like, I don't want just like some bullshit that you just gave me. That's going to piss me off. But something that is like, oh, this person knows who I am. That's like the best thing in the world. Or like someone, it's, it's funny, someone like gave me the the movie stub of the first movie that we went to see. And that meant so much to me. It was like, oh my God, you kept that. You remembered that. But um, yeah, like those, it, I don't know. It's, it's, it's been quite mind altering. Yeah, I think that's, that's wonderful. And I, th- I think that, you know, for folks that um, it's not easy for them to like automatically go cold, you know, just like for folks that can't go to sleep unless there's the TV on, for folks that always need that background noise, for folks that always want to be around people or like do stuff with people, I think that you just start off slow and easy but be consistent start off small but be consistent maybe you know if you're not into going in the woods or doing the natural thing maybe it's just like the practice of going to the movies by yourself or Mm -hmm. getting your nails done by yourself or going out to eat and not bringing the book or the phone and just like being present with eating the food and enjoying the food and watching the people at the restaurant or you know, getting a coffee or tea and sitting there if you don't want to spend like an hour eating. Um, and also walking, checking in with yourself too, like while you're doing this work. Because a lot of people are like, yeah, but how do I get to know myself? How do I know if these relationships are, you know, filling me? And I have actually asked myself like with friends, with family, with everyone, with romantic, with someone I'm dating, like am I in a relationship that's feeding me or am I in a pattern? Mm. And 
that's very hard because there's a grieving process that that happens. And sometimes it's like I have I have people around me now who I love to death. I would do anything for, but we are not in the same places. And that's okay because we might end up back in the same place. You know, we might end up seeing more eye to eye, but like I'm not being fed and I'm not being inspired. And I also don't have the capacity to dedicate myself to what you have going on or whatever. Like, it's just a choice at this point of like, this isn't what I want my life to be about right now. This isn't what I want to dedicate my time to you, you know, like, and, and so understanding that, like, actually, and it's because I've, I've checked in with myself and been like, oh, these are the, this is how I want to feel. This is what makes me feel good. And, you know, and I'll ask myself and I can do that in those quiet times of like, what do I need? And I just was talking to Jade today and was like, I need to be more social now. Like I've done this work and now I'm interested in being social and meeting people and going out and exploring, you know, and trying new things. And that's where I'm at. But still not seeking someone to fill some shit up in me that I that I haven't filled up myself. Right. So there's, the, to piggyback on this, um, there's another quote that I think is really important. And it's, the human is a, sh- God, child. Oh, the human shit. is a social animal dependent on trust and trust comes from a sense of common values and beliefs. And so if you don't have a relationship with yourself, you, you don't, you don't necessarily have, um, you don't necessarily trust yourself, right? We, we haven't been taught to trust those instincts of, ah, this doesn't feel right. Or this, this, um, this isn't the space for me or somehow if you're constantly betraying yourself, then you start having this, these patterns of, of betraying yourself and you can't really trust yourself. So oftentimes that will come up in relationships. You start having all of these relationships where trust may be an issue, you know, like you find yourself connected with people that constantly you know, break your boundaries or they're not honest with you or, you know, they know they're not a right fit for you, but you're you're not able to honor yourself and trust this voice or this this inner your your inner highest self. I don't know the word for it, but I, f- I feel like trust is at the the center of relationships um just like on a biological level all the way down to like a spiritual level and that that relationship starting with yourself but I think as Antoinette just said to kind of gauge to bring language to this awareness that you want to create for yourself when you're in relationships well there's one thing that your environment when you're in certain environments um you gotta you have to kind of ask yourself like is something being sacrificed? Are you having to sacrifice or betray yourself or act a certain way or appear a certain way in order for, you know, this quote unquote comfort to be had? So, you know, is your are you somehow having to portray your body? You're having to experience discomfort or your gut 
is telling you one thing, but you're like, oh, I'm, you, you keep staying in it, whether it be work or I don't know. I don't know. That's something that you'd have to figure out. But then that goes also for the relationships with you have your, with friends and with lovers is like, can you really trust that person? Do you have common beliefs? Is there commonality between you? It doesn't have necessarily beliefs, but there has to be some kind of like commonality somewhere that you have with this person where you feel comfortable and that you can like trust them or are you constantly having to sacrifice something mm. in order to hang out with them are you you can't be your whole ass self or maybe you're the nigger in the relationship that's making the other person feel like they can't be their whole ass self and you're just like holding on to them and not really respecting their them being who they want to be it's not always the other people sometimes it's us who are like holding on to things and and um not letting people be themselves so i those are just like some questions that i think we should start considering in a relationship to our environments and our bodies and with other people that can kind of help us figure out how to loop back to our inner world like can i all ask right. you how do you balance being making time because my dad always said to me or not always recently said to me you're always in a relationship it's just sometimes it's with yourself all the time it's with yourself but sometimes you're sharing that with other people that's what he said how do you balance being in a relationship and being a mother and still being in a relationship with yourself I'm a, I'm a, I don't live with my partner so that's one thing that I always um I always am sometimes resentful of, but also on the flip side, I'm grateful for because I can like be by myself. I'm not always around that person. And there's a moment to like breathe and, and to process what had either happened between he and I or throughout the day. So that's just one um, boon that I, or one circumstance that I have that makes it some kind easy for me but also i love my baths i love a bath to like at the end of the day to just sit and diggy in philly slang (laughs) (laughs) sorry Uh, someday we'll explain that um (laughs) baths or writing has always been a place for me at a very young age i was just kind of write stuff to process it um walking my job is like two miles from my house so instead of driving I'll walk in the morning and walk back and that's been like just amazing for me I really love to do that it's just simple stuff like that that I have time to just like sit in the bath for for a half an hour and Mm. read or cry or pray or you know look at my loose vagina and be by myself oh my god (laughs) Or just, I'm telling you, walking is just like, that's my shit. I love to walk. That's Mm -hmm. something that allows me to like clear my mind. Um, But that's also something that I worry about. Or that like if I were to be, if we were to like move in together, what would happen? How that would change? How I would, I'd be wary of like the the self-sacrificing pattern that I, that I can have um, and have had in the past. But yeah, I'm, I don't know, but I, I had just the epiphany like I'm a Jojo's gonna. Have to, I'm like Jojo, turn off the lights and sit 
down in your room and be quiet. <laughs> She'd be like, what the fuck? Poor She'd be in therapy. Like, My mom used to make me sit down. <laughs> For no reason. She For wouldn't no let me reason. be a kid. And I just had to sit in the dark talking about levitate. <laughs> putting on Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> levitate, levitate, levitate. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I think it's a process. And I think, shout out to all the people who did their thing on Valentine's Day, even if they didn't do a Galentine's Day, even if they sat their asses at home and just chilled. Like, shout out to y'all. And shout out to the people who might need to be alone right now and know it's a process. <laughs> And know that, like, you know. Everybody should. And I think it's, I will be back needing to needing Big. to go on a trip and be by myself and, and reconnect. It's just the nature of things. Everything is oh shit, cyclical. How you say it? Bicycle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God! I hate us. Anything. Everything is bicycle. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I'm seriously, I'm seriously. Oh God! <laughs> seriously. No, literally. everything happens though in cycles. So it's it's just going. It's going to come back around. It's just what it is. It's a constant. I think that's what life is. It's constantly trying to tap into who you are especially since we only tap into like what 10 percent of our fucking brain so like we're just we're just trying to figure it out and and we're living and experiencing new things and living a little bit more and reinventing ourselves and changing love languages and going back to old ones and it's just it's it's exciting so it's exciting Kind of. It's not exciting when you feel real lonely. No, it's not exciting when you're actually doing it, though. But I also (laughs) will say this. When you do feel really lonely, something that I have done and that I think that has really... I, I know what it feels like to not feel wanted. And I know what it feels like to feel like... Even if it's... Even if it was true or false. Even if it was, like, irrational. I still know what that feeling was. And so I'm cognizant of that. And so I'm the person that might be like, oh, you look really pretty to the stranger on the train. Mm-hmm. Or I'm the person that might be like, um, how you doing, sis? You know, just like, oh, just kind of like familiar with folks. And I'm really trying to work on because I hate I, I really didn't like the fact that people were saying and it was it's true that I come across as like a bitch and guarded and and I was like wow I don't want to be that person pushing people away and not making them feel wanted and welcome. So like mm. I've been actively working on that of like how Look can I be you. more welcoming? Yes. Not with your ass. I'm gonna bring you around my friends now. <laughs> my other friends. I'm punching the air. Friends. I'm punching <laughs> the air. You're going to punch him in the face. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face. But I'm just saying, like, if you felt that way, then I think it's it would behoove you to do what you can so that others don't be that person that might make a difference in somebody's day. Because I've had those people that, like, that was what I needed when I was holding on for dear life for whatever reason, for whatever was going on in my life, you know, and being in service to others and knowing that, like, everybody's dealing with shit. And sometimes it's worse for others and sometimes it's worse for you. And we're all going to need each other at some point to not feel lonely. So, like, 
that's something to really work on. And if you're in that place, I also will say the thing that's, I think that every human has experienced at least once or twice in their life is loneliness. And that is a commonality that we're, that we have. And so that alone is enough for you to know that you're not alone, that we can all relate to that. And so at reaching out and asking for help, you know, reaching out and saying it, owning it. Like when, when the next time I feel lonely, I'm going to own it so that I can get help and feel whatever love that I'm not able to give myself in that moment and remind myself, have people around me remind me like, yo, this has to come from you, sis, but we're here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we all getting through with the get through. Trying anyway. Except for Shanti. Except for me. I'm over here. I don't know. Chill. We'll so that was it. Thank you so very much. Um, You're welcome. I just had another idea. I'll tell you later. Oh, God. Tell me. Where is your mother? <laughs> you want to tell people where your mom is? No, I'm not telling you where my mom is. So I oh. think <laughs> that we need to get... You remember in um, Big Pimpin'? Song. All right, come on, let's go. <laughs> I'm so sick of you. I just <laughs> you're not gonna let me say this. Go you know ahead, me? go ahead. It, when we need Are you to get about the song or the video, the song. Mm-hmm. I think that we need to get the um the the snippet where he's like, "Go read a book, you illiterate son of a bitch, and step up your vocab." <laughs> <laughs> Don't I worry, we we got it because I'm gonna just take you, it right from there. That's it. You, <laughs> that, that's it. I'm gonna put a beat behind it, and we're done. <laughs> Matter of fact, say it one more time, just to make. Go sure. read a book, you illiterate son of a bitch, and step up your vocab. <laughs> you know what's your funny? Your host steps out with me is a vocab. Rolling up, funky shit. He had the best verse. Let me say something. <laughs> Half these dumbass illiterate motherfuckers didn't even know he said that. They just was mumbling like LMNOP. <laughs> Fuck out of here. He said, go read a book, you illiterate son of a bitch. Step up your vocab. Who said that to you, Rashid? <laughs> what? Did he finally say that to you, girl? It's like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> he put it in your Valentine's Day card. so nicely, like, hey, you know. <laughs> He said it to shit. I'd be so turned on, like, oh, wait. <laughs> what you say to me? He whispered in my ear, yo, go read a book, you little bitch, son of a bitch. Step up your own cat. I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, okay, yes. daddy. <laughs> like, okay, daddy. He'd be like, you stupid bitch. I'd be like, yeah. Stop. I think it's hilarious that he was like, comment ain't shit, fuck comment. <laughs> I'm telling you, he gets it. He gets it. (laughs) Fuck common. He gets it. He's like common's dumb. Like nobody's gonna address that common stupid. (laughs) He doesn't. He doesn't. Then how did he know that you had a beef with common? Because I tell him. That's what we talk about. That's our pillow talk. Like yo, fuck common. Yeah, fuck common, yo. (laughs) Yo, he dumb and light skin, yo. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this is done. We're (laughs) all right. We're done. That's what we do. So, 
All right, you really Sexy need to get Joe. I've been asking you for two weeks to get Jolie to to record this, and you had all day today, and I know it for a fact because I FaceTimed you earlier or WhatsApped you, whatever. So please do it, please, so people can call in and know if they call in the right number. And um, Kate, sorry for calling you this late. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, hanging up. Kathy. Kathy. Kathy, I'm so sorry, Kathy. But shout out to you. You know you are. I hope I did not disturb. Anyway, praying for everybody who had unprotected sex also on Valentine's Day. I hope your vaginas are loose <laughs> and that shit fell out. Because you did. Good luck. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Everybody, what you're lonely until you got a bunch of screaming ass kids. Then you like, oh God, I wish I had a moment to myself. <sighs> Grass is greener, baby. Anyway, Chill. that was me. I hope y'all are all right. Let's yep. end this episode. All right. Well, you take care of yourselves. Be with yourselves. Rub on your breasts. You heard it from us. Do you have a? You haven't had a prayer for us in a long time. You need to think about one for the next episode. Can you? Because I need it. You'd be like, rub your tits if you love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> rub your titties if you love yourself. <laughs> Your fucking oh my daughter God. sleep listening to this like, what the fuck is my mom? Talking Someday. about <laughs> she's gonna listen to these and just <coughs> be horrified. Oh god, <laughs> like what? She gonna be like, oh, I... she's levitating. She gonna be like, no, this is so beneath me. <laughs> Kick me in the head. The fuck? <laughs> oh god. All right. Well, peace to the Middle East. All we right. should have a meetup someday. We should all meet in a coffee shop in New York. Who's with it? We should have a meetup. And we should. you know what? And two people and if show nobody, up. If nobody came, that's okay because we're always in a relationship with ourselves. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> we could be like, well, that's okay. I don't feel rejected right now, or I do feel rejected. I'm going to own it. But I also know that I always have me, and that is what's we most important. Do that. Are people still doing that? I don't know, but I'm I'm tired of this live show like thing. I want us to have events. Yeah, we're not going to do live shows. We're going to have parties. That's it, internet. That's us. That's us. That's it. We're going to do live shows, but we need to. We're going to have our first. (laughs) Our first party is going to be this auntie party. That's what it's going to be. And, and just dance and then drink and have fun and maybe like have like games, play games. You always playing games. <laughs> I'm right, good. On, I'll play go. games with other people, kids. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> good boy. <laughs> we strategize right, it on the episode. All right, bye. <laughs> this show will concentrate on one of the greatest institutions in the world, the black woman. In order to get the real feelings and perspective of our sister, we went to her. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good.
man comes into my life and you have to compromise, so what? So what? Relationship is a relationship that has to be earned, not to compromise for. And I love relationships. I think they're fantastic. They're wonderful. I think they're great. I think there's nothing in the world more beautiful than falling in love. But falling in love for the right reason. Falling in love for the right purpose. Falling in love. Falling in love. When you fall in love, what is that to compromise about? I think if you were to think about it in terms of analyzing, yes, I fall in love with myself. I want someone to share it with me. I want someone to share me with me.